happy full moon and retrograde. I know that I had made a little episode since retrograde started, but I think an official warm welcome to set the mood of this of this episode is needed. Because I also know a lot of people tuned in to this podcast because I would be talking about astrology and spirituality. And so far I have just literally talked about anything else on my mind besides that. So today, as promised, is strictly the fucking moon in the stars, bro. How's retrograde treating you? Obviously, Venus retrograde, you know, I'm going to dive a little deep into that too, um, because I feel like it's almost, I mean, it ends on the 29th, but the way I see it is as long as it's still happening, it still matters, so maybe we missed the first half of it, but um, I'm going to let you guys know what you need to know moving forward and how that ties into Mercury's retrograde and the full moon in Cancer. Um, there's a lot going on right now. I hope you're being gentle with yourself. So just like anything else in the universe, everything ties together and it makes sense up in my head. And yet again, I'm going to try and articulate it to the best of my ability to help it make sense to you. Um, now if you know anything about astrology, Um, or the moon in general. This is the first full moon of the year. First full moon of 2022. Smack dab in the middle between these two major planets that are in retrograde. It's a big deal. I mean, I think every full moon and every new moon is a big deal. But this is like, listen, if you're crying and you're hella emotional, that's okay, baby. Cry it out. No judgment. Um because we can just blame it on the planets. (laughs) All right, so this full moon in Cancer, yes, okay, it's the first full moon of the year. Um, Traditionally, generally, on full moons, you want to purge. So full moons are for releasing and purging. New moons are for manifesting, setting your intentions, you know. Full moons, out with the old. New moons, in with the new, okay? Um, So... Of course, during this full moon, purge what no longer serves you. Um, With this being in Cancer, Cancer is the sign of like home and family and nurturing. So, you know, taking care of yourself. Um, Like I said, it's okay if you're emotional as fuck right now because we all are. And with that being said, people express their emotions in completely different ways. Now with Mercury, the planet of communication being in retrograde, and Venus, the planet of mm, love, essentially, being in retrograde, it's a lot. It's a lot of feeling and a lot of trying to communicate how we feel without offending people, without coming off like we're too much with like, you know, maybe struggling a little bit to actually get your point across, to get your feelings across. Um, and to also like, it's very challenging to like right now be patient with yourself and with others. Try not to take anything personally. So 
you might be feeling a little domestic, a little domestic. Maybe for some reason you just want to cook at home. You want to clean, clean out everything. I encourage that completely. Every full moon, clean out whatever's in your house, clean out your fridge, take the trash out, clean up your home, buy some new plants, you know, all of that. Take a fucking... I didn't even write this in my notes, but I guess I should talk about moon water. <laughs> um, all right, well, we'll get to that in a second. So it's totally cool to be feeling a little domesticated right now. Like I said, cancer is all about family and nurturing and, and being home and, and your relationships. Um, you know, again, you might feel the need to want to communicate your feelings. Mercury is going to be a bitch when it comes to that right now. Patience is key. So I guess I guess how I have to do this is I have to explain Venus retrograde and that effect and Mercury retrograde and the effect and how that how during this full moon in cancer might make you be a little like back into your emo days. So we're gonna do that. Before I get there, let me tell you about moon water. Um, I make moon water on every full moon and every, eh, not every new moon, but yeah, every new moon too. Um, and basically what I do is I just take like a mason jar and I put the jar like out into where the moonlight is going to hit it. Um, this might be a little too witchy for some people that aren't trying to dive into that, but sorry. If you're on this podcast and you should know me. <laughs> so what I'll do with this um, moon water is I actually, I, I bathe with it. <laughs> um, I have some friends that make tea with it as long, it just depends. I mean, you just put it out in the moonlight during the full moon or a new moon. Um, after, you know, you set your intentions, like tonight I'll probably do it. I'll make a list of what I want to release during this full moon, you know, what no longer serves me. And as I'm writing that, I'll sit with um, my moon water, I'll sage my place, I'll sage myself, you know, just remove all that, that energy that I don't want to carry on with me. Um, and I'll either, sometimes I'll burn the list, but tonight what I'm going to do is I'm just going to keep the list underneath, uh, the moon water and probably in the, yeah, sometime tomorrow, probably in the morning, I'll take a bath. And so I've been obsessed with taking baths, for quite some time, um, and I'll just pour the moon water in it. Uh, obviously, it's room temperature, um, and then I'll have like some salt bath uh, bath salts, salt baths, bath salts in there. Um, every now and then, like I'll like fancy the fuck out of my bath and put like rose petals, put certain essential oils in it. Um, you can take milk baths. I kind of don't do that just for hy- hygiene issues. Um, but yeah, so basically the, the whole intention behind the moon water is that you are shedding, you are cleansing, you know, out like new slate, baby. But it's all about the intention that you set behind it. Like you can literally put a glass of water out on the windowsill and drink it the next morning. It has no meaning to you, but we're all a little magical. Let's put some meaning behind it, right? So <clears throat> that's what I'll do. I'll put it out one night. Next morning, I'll dump it in my bath. Um... If you guys have been following me on IG, I sometimes post my little baths 
with my LED lights. I have plants in my bathroom. I got candles lit. It's a whole fucking vibe. Um, and I shower with the lights off. I shower with the main lights off, but the LED lights are like purple or blue or something. And it's like, it's like a vibe, you know? Um, and I'll listen to a meditation or like a sound bath for like 10, 15 minutes and just kind of literally float in the tub. Like literally just like let my body go. And um, I'll either, you know, put the moon water in the bath or I'll rinse like my bubble, like the bubble bath off of my body with the moon water. So that's just, (laughs) I know there's some people listening to this being like, this bitch is talking about moon water. What the fuck? I came here to learn about what to avoid during this retrograde. And I'm telling you to um, make moon water. So you can also put it in a tea um, in the morning, or I don't know, maybe you want to crystal light that bitch and drink it, whatever your intent, your intention is with it. But just, I just think it makes you a little more magical. It makes it a little, it's a little more oomph. So make your moon water tonight Uh, (laughs) and nurture yourself. You know, a bath is a great way to do that. Um, Take yourself to get a massage, go pamper yourself a little bit. It's totally okay. Take care of yourself like like you're your own mother right now for the next few days while we're in this full moon energy. Um, And for the love of God, please don't fucking text your ex. Don't send those I miss you texts. If you feel that way on the weekend, I'm still going to tell you no because of Mercury retrograde, but at least let your emotions go through the motions right now with this cancer full moon because cancers are hella fucking emotional bro i don't know how they do it i don't know my mom is a cancer and i am very empathetic but sometimes i'm just like woman get up it's not that deep not trying to be insensitive but we need a little we need some boundaries you know anyways all right full moon in cancer it's okay to cry. Just don't cry to your ex. <laughs> and if you have all these feelings, I don't know what anyone's relationship situation is or with your families or your friends, you know, maybe you got a friend that like you felt like, you know, your friendship's been a little one-sided. Write your write what you feel down first. No matter what you do, just write it down. See it on paper and really you know, kind of pick and choose what you like pick your battles a little bit and address it to the person. Um, again, I would avoid it at this time. If you can literally just suck it up and stick to your own energy, um, I suggest that to avoid any unnecessary conversations or complications or conflict that we don't need to run into. So anyways, let me dive into these retrogrades and it'll probably make a little more sense why you should hold your tongue back. Well, do whatever the hell you want to do. (laughs) But you know what I mean. Let's just, let's get to it. Let's get to it. So beautiful Venus, this planet that is causing your exes to come back right now and for you to reevaluate what you really value in relationships. Venus is the planet of love. It's the planet of romance, money, beauty, art, um... Your natal Venus speaks to the way you express your desires and your passions and what you value and how you relate. Um, 
how you relate and how you experience pleasure. Um, it also influences how you socialize and, and who you relate to and how you attract others. So with this bad boy being in retrograde, let's get to it. With Venus retrograde and in the full moon. Um, this basically means that you can expect powerful and potent re- revelations in relationships. Instead of leaving a partnership, you know, whatever that's romantic, friendship, family, instead of leaving a partnership that's not working, right now it, we're kind of realizing it's time to like evolve and mend situations instead of being like, ugh, whatever. And I've seen it firsthand. I've seen like my best friend, like this guy that her, her and him have been on and off for like a year or so. And he is the one that's really come around. Like, I can tell by the shit that he does that he, like, really values their relationship or situationship, partnership, whatever it is. He values it enough that I can tell baby steps he's coming out of his comfort zone because he wants to, like, save what they have. Um, again, that goes with, I don't know if you guys have heard me talking about this previously, how the whole... Uh, like divine masculine is going through this huge thing right now where they're all realizing what they really value and um, what they want in relationships. Um, My partner went through it firsthand and I knew he was going to about, we went through our own drama, but about a couple weeks before we got back together, I knew he was coming back. <laughs> I know that fucking birth chart like the back of my hands, but um and just his whole transformation about what he values now is very different and it happens to align with what I value and what ha- I've always valued and I guess he just how to take a little detour to get on the same track. So some of you might be experiencing that within your partnerships. Um, totally normal, totally supposed to happen. It's for the greater good. Okay. Like, and obviously change is scary within a person, with the, within your surroundings, whatever it may be, you know, and, and this Venus retrograde with the full moon, again, and lots of emotions, like now that it'll be hard and emotional and of course, there'll be tears shed and back and forth. Like, it, it's a healing and, and a very transformative energy that can strengthen ties within our partnerships. That's what we want, right? We don't want no fake bitches. We don't want these fake situationships around us, like being like, man, you playing too much. Well, it's not time to play anymore. Mm-mm. No matter what side you're on, we're not playing. Like, are you adding value? Are you adding love to my life? Or are you making me second guess shit and stressing me out? And now when I say that, I'm not saying cut that shit off. Like, trust your intuition. If you feel that a certain relationship has run its course, it's run its course. And that's okay. You know, you don't have to be all like, <clears throat> like claws and teeth towards a situation. You can just simply be like, this relationship has run its course and I'm, I'm just, I'm ready to move on to the next thing. Um, whether again, romantic friendship, family members, sometimes with family members, you even just have to be like, yeah, you know what? We're just not going to see eye to eye on this thing. Sometimes that's because of the generational gap. Sometimes that's just a lifestyle difference, you know, just keep your peace, hold your shit together and just walk away very gracefully and 
let people be how they want to be accept them for how they want to you know portray themselves like it like just if you're picking the wrong battles you're just ultimately hurting yourself in the end so i just looked at the clock when it said 444 so spirit is literally saying yeah pick your battles baby not everything is like really ask yourself is it worth it i had a fight the other day with my partner some drama came up um and it it's not it wasn't even my drama it was literally like someone from like two years ago or something and he said she said thing and i brought it to his attention and then i start like freaking out because i'm just like what the fuck is happening and then he literally asked me he's like with your ego aside is this how you really feel about us and that is when i realized he can put my bitch ass in place real quick (laughs) and all i said was like i'm sorry (laughs) so it's one of those like pick your battles but also know how to communicate if somebody is trying to have an unnecessary um like conflict with you or argument find the correct way to tell them like is this really worth it to you like are you really going to get upset over something that happened so long ago that isn't here and you know put that bitch in their place (laughs) um but anyways so excuse me we want this energy. We want this to strengthen our ties with others, you know. The reason behind the relationship drama is usually jealousy and control or lack of control, you know. We freak as humans, we freak out when we can't control things. So this is also a really great time to let go of what you can't control and then focus on things you can control. Like if somebody says something outlandish to you, you can't control how they said it or what they said or anything, but you can control how you act not react act there it's different react is you're doing that shit on impulse you're letting your emotions take hold it's not usually when you react it's not a pretty a pretty sight you want to act so i'm not saying be emotionless i'm literally saying if someone's coming up to you and being like um uh shit i don't know say your girl's coming up to you and accusing you of um being in some some other girl's dms because you liked her photo of her in a bikini don't do that um and your girl's coming at you all hot-headed instead of you being like man well you know what you be posting all this shit on ig like let me look at your phone like let me see your instead of that step the fuck back for a little bit however long you need to and if if your partner's freaking out just be like hey like let me collect my thoughts i'll respond back to you and in like an hour right and just ask and just be like tell me how like how does it make you feel when i do that literally ask that person like how they feel about it and let them explain it to you because not only are you are you seeing it's a win-win for you you're seeing their side of the situation based on how they feel and you're also coming off I that sounds really bad but you're also showing that like you care about how they feel you don't care about not that you don't care about the problem but you don't care about like the um okay let's use this this picture you don't care about that that the ig baddies photo that you liked you care about 
your girl and how it made her feel. And sure, maybe this IG baddie is just a friend of yours or maybe, I don't know, but you ask your partner how they feel about it. So it's like, oh fuck, they care about me, you know? So maybe let me not blow up. That might be a little personal of a thing based on something, based on a couple friends around me. I know y'all are listening to this, so take that fucking advice. Like, calm down. Um, but yeah, so a lot of times the drama is, is stemmed from jealousy and, con- and control or lack of control. Just let that shit go, you know? And if you get jealous or envious of somebody, usually a lot of the times that is, um, it's a mirror of us, um, uh, I'll say firsthand, okay? Sometimes I... <sighs> okay, a big insecurity of mine up until probably recently, recently <laughs> have always been my teeth. I have two front teeth that are, to me, are insanely larger than the rest of my teeth. Um, and... I always see people with veneers, and I wanted veneers for a while. Um, Obviously, they're expensive. Obviously, they would have to shave down my real teeth. And over time, I decided against it, and I'm so happy that I did. But back when when I was insecure about that, I would see people with veneers. And because I couldn't have it, I would be like, her veneers are too big. They make her look like a horse. That's my jealousy. That's ugly. That's not a cute trait. And so eventually I was like, why am I bashing on this person who chose to do something that like I wanted to do, but just didn't do it. And eventually over time, I just grew into my teeth, I guess. I, a big thing that helped was I actually dissolved lip filler that I had. Um, and it helped me, like my face got back to normal, how it really is. And it helped me accept myself more. So a lot of times when it comes to jealousy, it's just because we're actually, that that's a part of us that is actually hurting and we need to do that inner work and really think about like where that's coming from. Um, And as for control, again, you can't control anything but your own actions, okay? Just let it go right now. There's a lot going on. Just let it go, let it flow. Um, You know, it's, it's not uncommon right now to act out of character because we want to make our points known, especially with all the emotions flowing with the full moon and cancer, you know? But, like, in the end, choose to stake it out. Like, just hold out. Just hold out a little bit. It's, it's going to be a rocky road. Um, but I guess the best advice that I can give you when it comes to venus retrograde with this full moon in cancer write out your feelings please (laughs) and just go slow all right so venus retrograde will be ending on january 29th which is not too far away but don't forget that we have the shadow period for the two weeks after so Depending on who you are, 
sometimes the shadow period can affect people more than the actual retrograde can. I'm one of those people, so I've just been coasting this retrograde, but during the two-week shadow period, I'm just like, what the hell? So don't worry, you can put your armor down in a little bit by Valentine's Day. (laughs) Um, All right, so let's dive in to Mercury retrograde, the real reason why we're all flipping our shit. Um, Mercury retrograde will be occur, well, has been occurring since January 14th, and it will remain in retrograde until February 3rd. So basically what a retrograde is, um, it occurs when a planet actually appears to spin backwards from our vantage point on Earth. So Mercury is the planet of um, communication, reasoning, problem solving, ideas, all that mental energy. So when retrograde happens, this slows down that energy so we can pause and reflect and readjust accordingly. Um, So before Mercury had stationed retrograde in the air sign of Aquarius in January 2nd, sorry, on January 2nd, it was in Capricorn. During the retrograde, it'll remain mostly in Aquarius, but it finds its way back into Capricorn on January 25th. And it's going to remain there until February 4th, overseeing the end of retrograde. So Mercury retrograde is in two different signs, which is weird. It's weird. It's okay. Again, like I said, a lot going on, a lot of energy. Um, So Mercury tends to affect us as a whole ass collective, obviously. And... It's a time to pause and here are these big three. Every single retrograde, I'm like, you got to think of these big three things. Reassess, reflect, and realign. Or reflect, reassess, realign. Those three R's is basically what a retrograde is. Um, With most of Mercury's retrograde in Aquarius, this means a lot of reflection on where we, like, suppress our individuality and uniqueness to fit in um might be having a mild identity crisis (laughs) my best friend she's a pisces aquarius cusp and she was talking to me about this last night where she's just like i'm in this stage of having an identity crisis and i'm like what and she's like yeah but it's great because now i'm reinventing myself i'm rebranding and it's like all right okay um but also with that you know you're it's normal right now to like be reevaluating your values and what's important to you again with relationships kind of ties into the full moon and cancer, you know, like starting and Mercury retrograde, like starting to really want to fix, maintain those relationships, those partnerships that really have value to you instead of just cutting, cutting ties loose. Um, let's see. I wrote down notes so I wasn't all scatter-minded, but obviously it doesn't help. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just re- reevaluating your values and what's important to you. And also if like how I said, like the mild identity crisis, it's also like how you want to be seen, like how you want to like carry yourself and carry your energy moving forward and um, stepping away from the social norm. Like Aquarius is all about individuality. Did I say that correctly? Like, 
I love Aquarius. They're such fucking weirdos. But they're all about, like, this is who I am. You know, I don't know many Aquarius that confide to the social norm or worry about necessarily fitting in with everyone else. Um, Anyways. With this retrograde being in Aquarius, it asks us to realign with our imagination and to live a life that is in alignment with who we are, even if it's a bit rebellious. Again, not fitting into that social norm. We're reminded during retrograde to go within and that our internal world needs to be attended to first as this is reflected to us in our external world. Again, like how I was saying how how you want to be perceived not necessarily how others perceive you but how you want to be and if you're a mess inside you're going to be a mess on the outside too again it's it's setting your values straight right now really getting down to the nitty-gritty of like that's important to me and that's what i'm going to represent moving forward um aquarius is also the sign of like humanitarian like like they care about the collective overall and how to be in service to others. So right now, it's, we're also being asked to reflect on whether we are living in a way that is conscious of the community and how we would be more of service to others. Like, are we putting in the good energy into the community around us? It's that tacky saying of like, be the change you want to see in the world. But it's so fucking true. And then when you start being that way, you attract that too. Um, oh, my cats are just hissing at each other. My boyfriend's dog is here and my cats are literally flipping their shits. Be nice. Come here. It's okay, Ajax. Um, okay, sorry. Had to be a pet mom for a second. So, with our partnerships, our friendships, romantic relationships, we could be experiencing miscommunication, obviously, Mercury, planet of communication. So, like I said, with with the full moon and Venus retrograde, write down your fucking feelings. Make sure you know how you feel. Don't just react and blurt shit out. Um... It's like very important right now to be conscious of what you share with others. Don't be saying too much. Don't be saying the wrong shit. Like just very self-aware, very clear-minded. Like you don't always need to say what's on your mind, (laughs) says me. Um, But sometimes you don't. Sometimes you really don't. And just I think right now during this time is a really like just practice that. Like if you're somebody who's very opinionated or somebody who like wants to always put their two cents in or someone that always wants to give advice even if your friends are just venting and you constantly want to you know be like well let me help you or let me tell you how I experienced this and what I did like just for the love of God just shut the fuck up we don't always need to say what's on our mind um but also like also with any retrograde like a lot of secrets will be coming to the surface a lot of reconnecting with old acquaintances, with exes, ex-friends, ex-lovers, 
maybe some family members you haven't talked to. That's every retrograde, every Mercury retrograde. It's some motherfucker from your past is going to tap in. It's okay. Just be aware. However you deal with that, deal with it. But if your ex is coming back to you telling you that they're in love with you, you need to take a step back for like a month and just be like, "Mm, let me wait till the planets align. Let's just, it's not the time. It's not the moment. Um, but because of that, that also, that when people come back, it also allows us to reflect on whether, you know, our relationships are limiting us are keeping us stuck in cycles or habits, um, or our mindsets that we don't want to be in anymore. Not everyone can go to the next level with you and that's okay. It doesn't mean people are staying below you. It just means we're not constantly meant to like if if you feel that a situation or or a relationship is holding you back you need to like trust your gut on that because the harder and the longer you don't listen to that inner voice the more difficult it's going to be for you and eventually you don't listen to that voice long enough that spirit is just kind of like fine i'm taking that voice away because you just let everything else control you so I don't know who needed to hear that, but apparently someone listening. Um, Again, full moon, retrogrades, release what is no longer serving you. (sighs) All right, let's let's steer back. I'm like literally steering back into Capricorn. So Mercury's in retrograde in Aquarius until the 25th on the 25th it steers back to capricorn until february 4th um basically how i see it i i see capricorns as overachievers i'm a capricorn moon i wouldn't i'm an overachiever in a sense like i'm very much like i'll do it myself i'm very much like it has to be perfect or i'm not going to do it and That's something within me that I've always not struggled with, but every time I'm sitting down and reflecting, I, my first thing is like, I release the need to be perfect. I release the need to have control, you know? Um, but I also just feel like it, like this retrograde is, is like inviting us to reflect on where we victimize ourselves where we're so hard on ourselves, like to let go of that idea of perfectionism, of perfect, sorry, perfectionism. And that idea of like, am I good enough? That mindset of, am I good enough for this? Instead of, am I good enough? No, switch that shit and be like, why not me? I used to think that like going into acting anyone can be an actor. Anyone can be a model. Anyone can be you can be whatever the fuck you want to be, right? But there were moments where I was just like, that girl went to school for acting. She knows so much more than I do. But then that girl can be looking at me and being like, that girl can do X, Y, and Z, and I have no idea how to do that too, you know? And so it's that whole entire, am I good enough to be here? I didn't fucking go to theater school for four years. I didn't fucking film a two season series before I showed up on set here. I just showed up because I looked the part, right? And it's like, 
I had that mindset a little bit like I'm not good enough to like audition for this or whatever. But now I go in with shit like, well, why not me? Give me a reason why not me. And if you can, by all means, then I'm not for the role, right? So change that, am I good enough to, well, yeah, you're more than good enough. But yeah, why not you for that opportunity? Um, you know, it also ties into like, where are you seeking your validation from? Like ourselves or from others? You know, like being in the modeling industry so much, I'll say firsthand, you seek validation from outside sources, whether that's the brand that wants to pay you, whether it's a photographer that approaches you, um, your rate. You know, a lot of times people are just like, I'm worth more than that rate. I wholeheartedly believe that. Like I set the bar on what my rate is and I make my rate. And there was a time where you know, maybe haters that were actually men, to be completely honest, were giving me a hard time about being like, you think that you deserve that much? And I'm like, you know what? I deserve more than that. I was just being, I was being humble with you. <laughs> like, But set your bar and don't let anyone fucking tell you otherwise. You know, because it's like if you have a subscription somewhere, like a subscri- like say that you have a website and you get subscribers and say you lower your subscription to $4, but people are paying to um, view certain blogs. Like say your subscription is $4, but then to view this blog is, is 10 bucks. And then say that you up your subscription again to $10, or not again, but your actual subscription, not the blog, your subscription from $4 to $10. And then you're going to have people being like, why'd you up it? And then you're going to lose those people because you didn't set that bar high to begin with. So why are you going to set it? Like, just set it high and keep it there. No matter what some jealous bitch ass tells you, tries to convince you that, "Uh, well, so-and-so is doing it for cheaper. Well, then you know what? So-and-so seems like a better deal for you because who I want, the energy I want to attract in my life is not going to say that kind of shit to me. So carry on. I had a guy that was trying to buy, um, I'm selling my, one of my guitars right now. And this dude like was asking me questions about, it. I sent him videos, whatever. And then he comes back at me with someone else that's selling a similar guitar, but something on it was like the pick guard was new or, or some, some bullshit. And he was like, this person's selling it for $200 cheaper than you. So you know, are you, would you be willing to sell yours for the same price? And I was like, oh, like, no, I'm pretty firm on my price. And he was just like, well, this one's like this and yours has a busted pick guard. So, you know, I'm just saying it's not fair. And I literally told him, I was like, well, then that seems like a better option for you. And then he still tried to argue with me. And I, all I said was, like I said, per my last email, seems like a better option for you. Basically just being like, fuck off, bro. I'm not, I'm not budging on what I think my value is. Just saying, guys, you got to give yourself that validation from within. It sounds so fucking cheesy, but when you start nurturing yourself, taking care of yourself like you're your own mother, again, cancer full moon, when you start reevaluating your values, your morals, what matters to you, the people that are in your life, how they treat you, how you treat them, you start loving yourself more. And so then you don't need validation from outside sources because you give yourself all the validation that you need. 
So just get prepared to be slapped in the face with that come Jan January 25th with that. Mercury retrograde revisiting Capricorn. <laughs> let go of the victimizing mentality. Like just let it go. For nothing is perfect. And even if it is perfect, it's so fucking boring, bro. Like we want flaws because it makes us real. Um, just lose, lose that victim mindset. You're more than good enough. You know, break free and shed your skin from last year. You know, it's time to like magnetically really attract what is more aligned with us. Um, you know, and also Capricorn is the sign of like career and goals, you know, it shifts our, it's going to, our focus is going to shift to that on the 25th. Right now we're, we're a little more in like individuality, our imagination, you know, our, our identities, our relationships, like taking care of that. So take care of it now because on the 25th, your focus is going to go back to work, your goals, like all that shit. Um, but, you know, since Mercury is in retrograde, like, yeah, we, we might struggle a little bit to be direct and to be direct with people and like confidently speak our truth and our thought patterns could be more scattered, which, you know, might cause us to be a little disorganized. It's okay. It's retrograde. That's all. Just say that. It's okay. It's retrograde. Just be patient with yourself and understand that you're not a failure. Whatever Capricorn is listening to this, you're not a fucking failure. Like just be more gentle with yourself. Like if you don't get through your to-do list, it's totally fine. Because guess what? You can make another to-do list tomorrow. Meet the deadlines you need to meet. But with that being said, give yourself more time right now. Like kind of free up your schedule. If you are used to like 6 to 8 a.m., I'm going to work out. 8.30 to 10, I'm, I'm having my coffee and getting ready. Then from 10.30 till, till 3, I'm working. Then I have a late lunch and then this and that. Give yourself time like just a little bit here and there you know don't be don't don't make your schedule so full right now give yourself time as if shit was gonna fuck up that's not manifesting a fuck up that's just being more generous with yourself so you're you're not you're diminishing the amount of unnecessary stress that could potentially happen um it's okay. A to-do list is always going to be there. Just do what you can with what you have and just be very gentle with yourself and your time. Um, you know, like especially during retrogrades, we become less rational and struggle to focus on one task at a time or, you know, whatever it may be. Like just, it's just, it's normal. It's retrograde. You know, whatever issues might may arise right now when it comes to career or work, like, it's all right. Our commitments will be under review to see where and who is demanding too much of our energy. And it's like, it's, it's just a time to make assessments as you need. It's going to be a beautiful month, bro. So I just, I've, I literally feel like so much growth, so much transformative energy. And I honestly can't wait to see where everyone's going to be like come March, April. I always feel that though. I always feel like between January to like mid-March is really just the transformative energy. And then summer is when we're like 
in the new new and everything's happening we're making money we're having a good time we're hanging out with our friends and then fall comes around and we're kind of chilling again a little bit we're like tying up loose ends all that and then the holiday season so it's a cycle just be gentle with yourself you know Overall, with the full moon, Venus retrograde, Mercury retrograde, basically at this time, like retrogrades just bring up our past that we have looked over. Anything you didn't deal with in the past is resurfacing now, like for the good. Like it might cause some issues and shit, but you need to understand that this is for the greater good. It's for the common good. It's for your good. Like you can't expect to move to the next level if anything, of anything. Like you can't move forward if you haven't let go of your past. And sometimes in order to let go of your past, you have to revisit certain things to like cut up, like tie up loose ends to problem solve. You know, if your car needs to get serviced, go take your car to get serviced. If you need to pay that bill, go pay that bill. If you've been avoiding someone or avoiding an email, write that email. Talk to that person you've been avoiding. Like, if it's weighing heavy on you, it needs your attention. Like, like retrogrades are literally like you're, you're at the door onto the next chapter. You're in the fucking doorway and you have this suitcase with you and... and you know, Mercury retrograde is literally looking at you and being like, yeah, all right, you can walk through, but you can't take that through. <laughs> you can walk through, but you can't take the suitcase. You gotta, you gotta unpack it. So that's really all that's, that's being asked of us right now is to revisit what we've already experienced and make sure, reassess, realign, and just make sure what you're doing is what you want to be doing. You don't want to have any, you don't want to have any regrets. You know, sometimes you need to flip the problem upside down, retrograde, to find the solution. These retrogrades are literally voluntarily doing that for us without us even having to do much. It, it's a surprise, but, you know, at least the planets are literally like, hey, you didn't deal with this shit. I'm going to make you deal with it. And then we're going to move forward. It's going to be good. You just got to have faith. You're going to be okay. You don't need to, I mean, cry because, you know, full moon and cancer, but it's not the end of the world. I would say like, as long as you get your shit in order and you're aligned, any retrograde is not a scary thing. It's scary if you make it scary, but if you're taking care of your shit and you're taking care of yourself and you know, you're not having your identity crisis, you're very firm in how you feel, it's just you know, being in your body and how you want to be perceived, what you want to give out to the community around you and shit, retrogrades a breeze. You're fine. <sighs> but to the basics, let me give y'all a little, I guess, survival guide of the do's and the don'ts for this retrograde and the shadow period. All right, do I want to start off on a positive note or do I want to do the avoids? 
I'm feeling problematic right now. Let's do the avoids. Okay. <laughs> I made a list, guys. <laughs> All right. So here's just kind of like the basic, like, beginners, what to avoid during retrogrades, especially Mercury's. All right. So technology might get a little wonky. Like, hey, don't growl at me. Back up all your shit, bro. All of it. Back it all up. Make sure everything is always charged. Double check, triple check everything. Again, make sure your car is serviced. I'm kind of speaking to myself and projecting a little bit because that's something that I really need to do. Just make sure when it comes to like, like technology that you're just really double checking everything um, and that you're not losing shit. That you like make sure your emails are being sent. Make sure your text messages are being sent. Um, make sure they're being sent to the right people. <laughs> so here's what we want to avoid. Making rash decisions. You should avoid that at all times. But yes, avoid making really big rash decisions. Lashing out. You know, again, pick your battles. Making large purchases. It's not the time to move. And it well, I just had a friend that moved. But, you know, in all fairness, she handled all that shit before. It's just the physical day of moving. It's okay. That's fine. But don't buy a car right now. <laughs> wait till March. Just wait a little bit. Um, you want to avoid taking on too many tasks and rushing. You want to avoid a full schedule. Like I said, give yourself enough time to be human and to have human experiences. Please don't try and cram things in. It's okay if you don't get your to-do list done. Because you'll get it done, just maybe not within the 12 hours that you're awake. Maybe you're awake longer than that. I personally like to sleep for 12 hours. But <laughs> um, again, take your time. Go slow. You want to avoid unnecessary arguments. Like I said, your feelings, write them down first before you try to communicate them. And also, when people are communicating back to you, if it's not necessarily what you want to hear or the delivery is a little harsh, don't take it personal. It's just retrograde. Avoid signing important documents or contracts. If you have to, quadruple check that shit. Have a lawyer go over it. Have your mom and dad go over it. Whatever the fuck. Make sure you're not signing shit that like you're going to have to go over again after this retrograde's done, you know? Um, some people say to avoid starting anything new. I always think that's like, it depends on what you're starting. Obviously, if you have to start a new job right now, you have to start a new job. If you have a, a deadline for a project, you have a deadline for a project. But if you're thinking of like starting a new business within the next two weeks, oh, just, just wait a little bit. Because let me tell you something, that business idea is going to be there in the next four or five weeks. Just calm down. Um, but you know, with that, just anything that feels very com committal right now, or that there might be issues in communication, just kind of take a, a, like put it on the back burner for a second. Um, Fucking triple check everything. All right, let's move on to the do's. All right. Move slower. I don't know how many times I've said this in this podcast. Just be a little slower with yourself. Do not fucking speed anywhere. Do not rush. If you're going to be late somewhere, 
you know, just send the message and just be like, hey man, I ran into, um, I just ran into something. I'm going to be a little bit late. And be honest with people. Don't say you're five minutes away when you're 30. Just be like, listen, I'm running late because there's nothing more than I hate than wasting my time. You can be late. And if I know that you're not showing up at three and you're showing up at 4.30, it gives me enough time to do something else in my life that, that requires, you know, maybe that hour time slot of my time. So it's okay if you're late, Uh, obviously try not to be, but if you are, let people know so you're not rushing. Um, Again, pause and slow down, take care of what needs to be taken care of, technology, cars, bills, relationships, emails, all of that good stuff. Um, And your health too, like if you've been wanting to go get like a a physical or a checkup or something like that, like I think right now would be a really good time to go and get that checked out instead of putting that on pause. That message is probably specifically for somebody that's listening to this. So please go make sure you're healthy, make sure everything's all set just to, you know, you don't want to have that that heavy weight on your shoulder. Um, be patient with yourself and others. Don't take anything personal. Release negative patterns, of course. We know that with every full moon. Write down what you want to release what no longer serves you double check all your plans and like i said you might feel a little more irritable so you got to find some place to channel that energy tension into like a project or a hobby like work out a little more um I don't know, if you play music, maybe write a new song, whatever it means. Had a little interruption with that, recording that segment, but it's okay. Anyways, you guys get the, oop, you get the idea. So, we're going to be okay. I mean, honestly, I don't really feel tension from this retrograde, and I feel like like I said before, when you're kind of in alignment and very like self-aware, like basically when you're on a good one, I don't want to say retrogrades don't affect you, but you know how to navigate through it a little more because you understand it a little more. So I'm also hoping with each retrograde or each full moon or each new moon, whatever it may be, as I make these podcasts and maybe Maybe I need to work on making them a little shorter. I don't know. I personally like to listen to people for like an hour at a time. It like is very calming to me. Um, but I also don't know if my voice is calming like the other people I listen to. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping within time as I start explaining things that it helps, whoever it may need to help kind of navigate um, through whatever transitions they may be going through. So I also wrote, I wrote a couple like little writing prompt things. I try, whenever I like journal, I try to write specific things down. Like usually when I journal, I'll wake up or I'll go to bed, whatever it is. Like, and I'll write down a list of things that I'm grateful for. Um, I'm a firm believer that before you manifest anything or before you let go of anything, you need to show gratitude for what you have in your life and, you know, for yourself and for spirit, for the universe, you know, 
All anyone ever wants is to be appreciated and to hear a thank you. So why would you not say that to the universe, right? So I used to just write down like five things that I was grateful for, but now I find myself writing like full, like two pages of shit that I'm grateful for. It can be anything. I'm grateful right now that I'm able to record this. I'm grateful that um, I have two devices that I'm recording this from. It makes my life a lot easier. I'm grateful for the fucking little purple fake Valentino slip, uh, flip-flops I'm wearing right now. Whatever. Just say what you're grateful for and then you know, write what you want to release as, you know, the full moon, write what you want to release. But I also, I guess it's kind of like personal homework. Um, I write down some writing prompts. So like for this full moon, I swear to God, one of these days I'm going to record and there's not going to be a fucking fire truck in any of my recordings. It's not happening today, but it will happen. I always just... Like, whenever I'm talking about something, whenever that happens, I feel like it's like, hey, pay attention to what's being said right now. So maybe whoever's listening to this needs to listen to this, needs to write a fucking writing prompt. Um, But on top of my gratitude list, I was writing, um, what limitations do I want to let go of? Whether that's within myself or my relationships. And also to clarify what really... To clarify what I really value when it comes to relationships with myself and with others. I'm telling you, dude, like, sometimes there's so much going on in your head and it's so cluttered that you just need to write it down and it makes more sense and it's just a a more calming energy. So, I'm tired as hell. (laughs) That is the first retrograde podcast of divine's not dead i'm i hit all the little you guys don't even understand i like literally do my homework so much on this and then i switch the words around and shit and like make like charts and lists and paragraphs so i can try and communicate this um as articulately as i allow myself to So I hope this helps you guys in however kind of way it needed to. And I hope whoever needed to hear these certain messages heard them. Um, I don't think anyone has anything to really fear during this retrograde, whether it's Venus or Mercury. I think just let yourself feel your feelings and just go with the flow. Because when you release control, more magic happens to you it's also ties into the law of attraction you know like that whole entire what you focus on gets bigger so that but that can go both ways if you focus on your goals and reaching them you usually are presented with more opportunities but you gotta you gotta not be able to control the outcome but you're normally presented with more opportunities that are going to help you reach your goal if you're focused on not having money well guess what you're going to not have money you need to focus on the money that you do have that you're grateful for the opportunities that are coming to you to allow you to have more money um and that you also understand that that a lot of times 
sometimes money isn't your own. It's just your turn to spend it. And when you kind of think of it that way, it takes the pressure off of like, I don't have enough. I don't have enough. It's like, it's just your turn to spend it because you're going to spend it on something. I don't know. I don't know, but I do know. I think that's my favorite thing to say. Anyways, I hope this helped you guys. Um, I think probably the next podcast, I'm going to do a seven-day forecast where I break out some tarot, um, one card for each day. I think I'm going to start that on Sunday. I'm going to see how it goes to kind of fill in the gaps between, uh, you know, full moons, new moons, retrogrades, transits, all that. I think it could be kind of fun. All right, guys, but until next time, I guess, happy full moon, happy retrograde, good luck. We got this.